Welcome to a dose of deeper contemplation. We have cultivated this self-healing practice as we navigate the many aspects of modern life with the desire to be a better human. As a psychic medium, these conversations are channeled, so let's take a walk together and talk it out. Okay, this one is going to ruffle some feathers, as we like to say. But hear us out. Go on this ride just for a moment with like an open mind. The contemplation that was coming in to share is in regards to understanding that churches are really just safe havens for avoiding to pay taxes is one of the main reasons why these institutions still exist. There's going to be clearly a strong argument that that's not true and that these are spiritual houses where you get to go as a congregation and be spiritual and connected to God. Because why? Because you are in the house of God. A house of God that happens to be a building built by humans and a religious organization and that they within that organization begin to build a structure of hierarchy you have the different level of priests they say you have pastors you have leaders right leaders of these organizations and they put themselves in a very righteous position as the interpreters of God's will coming through them to share with you. And we have seen quite a display already where that's not totally achieved without the filter of the ego, meaning that these messengers of God that represent themselves as the leadership of these religious church organizations posture themselves to be in power by using this belief system and within the ego experience sees themselves as powerful powerful enough to then operate outside of those own constructs there was just a 205 page report released from a baptist organization of how many essay as in sexual assault charges were brought up against the Southern Baptist organization. This was not 205 names. This is 205 pages of detailed victim reports. So though these leaders are there to exemplify the guidelines in which we are all meant to be living under, in order to fulfill God's will. And remember, so much of this is coming out of a place that that would be love, right? Jesus loves you. God loves you. Therefore, you do his will. God's will is love. Therefore, we're here for love. And yet, even though let's say that's the message, that is not what these individuals are actually living by They are in their own egoic descent. What was helpful with this deeper understanding, especially coming from a religious background, religious upbringing, and continuing to heal and reprogram that, 
was helpful to think about this contemplation around the house of God. It's just to see, it's just a house. The church is just a haven for not having to pay taxes. Here's where we go on a ride together. If you really pull back the layers, do you really need to go to a house? Do you need to go to the house of God? Or are we living in the house of God every day when you're outside having a walk, when you're in your own backyard, looking up at the sky, looking at the stars, when you're on a beach? I mean, even when you're on a sidewalk in a fairly filthy city like Los Angeles, this is all the house of God. We're already in it. So if we're already in it, and if we can already sit in our own room and pray to God, if we can already sit with our own family and commune together, if we can already invite the neighbors over for a barbecue in the backyard and sing some music together, some hymns, we can already do all of these things ourselves together. And it doesn't have to be inside of a building with someone standing in front of you saying that they're the interpreter to God. You don't need an interpreter. You have a direct connection. And it's actually so easy to cultivate. All it takes is meditation and a healing journey to know that you do not have to give any power away to any authority that says that you are not with God, but they are. So if that's the realization, then what's the point of going to that establishment anymore with that specific organization? What's the point of going and tithing and thinking that your offering is going towards the generosity and care of the church and the outreach of the church into the community and all those things that they say, hey, give an offering, give an offering to keep our outreach programs going. And there are absolutely establishments who do that, who actually do that. And then there's actually establishments who take that offering and have to pay it to lawyers in order to keep sexual assault victims silent. It might be worth a look into if you attend one of these establishments and you give to the offering, simple enough to ask a question, admin office, hey, I'm curious, where does our offering go? How is that divided up within the needs of the community? What's the salary of the pastor here? What's your salary? I know the horror of asking those questions. <laughs> but listen, at this point in time, in this economy, a lot of folks are needing to be very mindful of every dull hair, as we say, every dollar and where it goes. Again, we want to reiterate that this is not for every church or establishment, religious establishment. But if you are an attendant and you do give an offering, inquire as to what is being done with that and how impactful it can be. And if you find out that it's actually really not as impactful as you thought, no worries. Guess what? You can put that offering right back into your own self. You can take care of you for a while and know that you are still connected to God. You need to sleep in on Sunday and take care of your body. You don't have to go to church. You can still be connected to God. It's a simple inter-reflection around why. Why do the church thing? 
why do the religious thing? And if the answer is because you don't feel that you have God without it, take a deeper dive into that. It's so funny because my own Christian roots are even getting all all ruffled. It's not fascinating, which means it's really good. It's a really good contemplation. It's a very healing one because it's true. And in this moment, as we have the gift of sharing this download, we already feel that connection even stronger and closer and can look around and see that we are in the house of God. We are in the house of the goddess. We are in the house of the divine, just standing here on the street. Want to have a conversation with the universe? Cool. It's here. Oh, I hear it. It's it's speaking. It's telling me. It's showing me. You want to see miracles happen? We can just stand here and mantra anything that's needed and comes from a place of love, love frequency and amplify it. And I can take my own offering and be the distributor of that tithing to ourselves, giving to ourselves in the overflow. And if there is the heart to give and help the community, which is that unity consciousness awaken inside of you, great. Take that offering, go buy some groceries and take it to a homeless shelter. Take that offering and find an organization that helps children, helps the elderly, helps all different folks, all the different folks that we can support each other. If you have the heart to give, it doesn't have to go through an establishment. You can just give. There's an incredible community here in Los Angeles called the Alexandria House. The Alexandria House was founded by a woman who was a nun. However, she got to a point where she no longer wanted to wear the habit because it was depressive. So she left because she wouldn't wear the habit, but she always considered herself a nun and still does to this day. And her vision of the Alexandria House, which is an urban commune and transition housing for women and children, is a powerful source of energy in that community. Thousands of lives have been helped and assisted and guided through that organization. And that nun just built her own house of the goddess. Her calling was to be a woman of great service and connection to who she feels is God, goddess, universe, energy, source, and co-created with that energy, this incredible place that continues to be provided for and helps so many people through private offerings, private donations, people who just have the heart to give. And whether that's through monetary donors or volunteers, we lovingly call her our rebel nun, literally an icon from one rebel to another. Our point being that a part of being church or religion is that there is a sense of community and being of service to the community. And that speaks to a lot of hearts and souls, as it should. It's not to diminish that. It's simply to say, there's other options. A consideration that really, there is nothing between you and God. Nothing. There's no separation. It's the same so interesting we're using the word god so much within this dialogue 
because we do not normally like you that word. <laughs> but it is being delivered, perhaps for those hearts who relate to that understanding as we once did after years and years and years and years and years and years of being a good Christian. Trying, trying, trying to always be a good Christian. Anywho, I think saying anywho dates our dialogue. What's the modern version uh, dialogue of anywho? What are the kids saying these days? <laughs> Thank you so much for being in this conversation with us, listening to see if anything resonates, as they say. This is Deep Dose, and we are Eden.